War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle spot number 228. It's late. It's 1026 at night, Thursday, September 9th, two days before the kickoff of Auburn and Alabama State of Montgomery, Alabama. The SWAC, the Hornets. Doing this live tonight, kind of didn't want to. I kind of wanted to do a, a real podcast where I'm not worried about people in the chat and all that, but with my setup that I've got going on here, it was kind of easier to just get it in the in the live. I'm trying to use my Google Home to tell me how much, excuse me, my Alexa spot to tell me how what the temperature is outside, but I could just look at my watch. It's 66 degrees, 1026 at night. All right, we have six in the chat. I'm using a different, um, I'm using what I like to use, which is Streamlabs OBS. Nobody cares about this at all, but if you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, because Periscope um, is dead and doesn't let me use it, even though it lets Clay Travis and Stingray use it. Um, if you're watching on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube, you can see some graphics going on. Nothing special to watch. You can see the chat. Um, let me move that chat a little bit. It's kind of small, but, you know, I see Dwayne Logan from YouTube says War Eagle, War Eagle, everybody. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's, we don't have to get a few more people in here. I'm not, I'm going to, this is live, but I'm going to pretend it's a real podcast for now until I run out of things to say. So, it's 228, Bloggle, two, Bloggle Spot 228. Um, Real briefly, let's talk. Uh, I haven't, other than my reviews, my review and posts and all of that on warbloggle.com, which has a new layout that I'm pretty proud of. Uh, not thumping my chest. I'm just proud that I finally did something to change it. Um, the layout has is fresh and new and works on mobile way better than the old one. And it... Uh, there's a lot of content. I'm writing stuff. I've got two or three guys writing some stuff as well. Uh, the plan is to, you know, I've over the last year or two, I've kind of been trying to get this team of people that can kind of help with content. And we haven't been putting it out, but we've kind of been learning about each other. That sounds bad. Uh, we've kind of just been getting to know each other and, and how our personalities work. And, uh, you know, so today, uh, Chuck in sports, that's his name, Chuck in sports, and Bo nose bow or whatever he called himself um they wrote a piece uh an article on on the gambling lines this weekend um i'm not a big gambler but i'll do little dumb daily fantasy stuff um and i'll get into some of that in just a little bit but anyway the, the whole goal is you know i used to do this by myself and you know every once in a while i would have somebody get on and and write something and if I want this thing to grow and, and be big like I've wanted it to be for the last 10 years, it's gone up and down. Um, there's been big years when, when Auburn football's not good. Nobody cares and wants to read, so the site isn't good, and no, there's nothing to do. But I'm trying to keep this thing, get this thing more than a hobby and, and get it kind of off the ground and, and be, you know, with these bloggle spots, with, with things like that, um, just kind of get it to a more than just a little – dumb blog of, of me saying things now i'll it'll always be that for me but get a, a team of going and 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 get some more content out there so uh go to warblogle.com there's a new new um 
layout you can look at it on your phone it'll actually work also there's an app on ios um very simple to use i got some features on there and, and kind of sends you to all the posts and all the social and then working on android app it's i'm not working on it a guy's working on it and it should be out pretty soon we're just waiting on google to approve it all right so last week um against uh, who'd we play who'd auburn play I, I seriously can't think of it right now no akron um I don't know why Akron is so terrible at football and everybody calls them the worst team in football. I know there's some worse teams than Akron. I know they've only won one game in the last two years. That That's really what, you know, matters. But I know they they, they could beat Florida A&M. They could beat uh, Idaho State. I mean, there's teams they could beat. They're not the worst team in the world. They just have a bad record the last two years. Um, but anyway, everything was, was pretty much perfect. Except we missed our extra first extra point of the game. That was kind of I was like, uh oh, that's this is this is not good. Uh, a Carlson missed an extra point. That doesn't happen. Although if you do remember, uh, Anders did struggle his first year uh, with stuff like that, just simple kicks, and he kind of turned around last year. But um, Bo was near perfect. He had one bad throw and one drop, and everything else was caught. Uh, running backs tank looked good. Line looked good. Defense was smothering, um, and, you know, everything. We didn't punt till like, the third quarter when TJ – you know, once the TJ Finley and, and the second and third string had come in, uh, and they changed quarterbacks, who was actually a better quarterback. But, you know, just going to the game wasn't super hot. It was a night game. It was – you know, it wasn't one of those days where you just, like, hate hate who you're playing, hate life because it's just so hot and, and gross. Um, I say that. I have a tailgate spot in the amphitheater now, and we're in the shade, and it was good there. And I'll say once I went to the game, the sun was behind the upper deck within before the game started, I think, and it was perfect. So the game was pretty much perfect. The atmosphere was perfect, and it was great and awesome and perfect to get back with actual fans and watching a uh, an intro video that – thousands are cheering at instead of 200 or whatever it was last year and it was just real it was real football it was real atmosphere um there was no stupidity there was no whatever i don't i'm not being like political or, or anything about that but there's just no bother of uh of just non-normal stuff and you know that can be taken insensitively depending on your experience with all that's going on in the last few years in the last year uh but um it was just it was perfect I, I i walked into the stadium they were warming up it was probably 30 minutes for the before the game started and as my 150th straight home game um uh, thanks to uh stepfather and all bloggle 150th straight home game i've since i started in 2000 my freshman year First game was against um, Wyoming and on a Thursday night, and I have been to every game since, seen every Eagle flight. That was the first Eagle flight. Um, so, funny enough, side story, the only game that I potentially almost missed and didn't see every snap in the stadium, and I want to say maybe in college when it was like 73-7 to against Louisiana Monroe, I probably left a little early just because I was in college, but um, 
when Auburn played Alabama State in 2016, my cousin got married at 5 o'clock, I think. And I went to the wedding, and I, the game was at 6, I believe. I was in my suit. I parked kind of close to the stadium. I ran down the street. I literally walked in as the eagle was flying, starting to fly. I went and watched the first half in my normal seats in my suit, and it was cold because it was like the between Alabama and Georgia game, I believe, or something. It was somewhere in that realm. Um, it was cold. I just had a regular suit on. Uh, watched the eagle fly. Watched the first half, and I think I might have watched the first drive or or the first touchdown in the second half, and then I went back to the reception. We were playing Alabama State, um, and now this is Alabama State week, and I had just hit 150. So I don't know, kind of a weird coincidence. I, I don't know. Um, but anyway, I remember tweeting walking into the game with um, against Akron, and, and I think I tweeted or put on Instagram, you know, this was – I was probably a little bit in the moment a little bit, but saying that this felt as good as a kick six. No, it didn't feel as good as a kick six. But it was just that good, heartwarming, good feeling. It was just like, finally, finally. Um, I'm going to take a quick break here to say can – I want to make. I know the the volume the volume's going through my system, but is anybody? We had one qu- uh, chat message. Can everybody hear me? Do I sound good enough? Do I sound loud enough? Say something on YouTube, Twitch, wherever you're listening. Right now, there's nine whole people listening. It's ten thirty at night. I, I figured, and there was no warning about this, so no promotion. Um, didn't get, do a good job promoting, but um, Please don't tell me. Someone just said, are you on? Can't hear anything. The audio is coming through. I see that. Surely. Because I just talked about a lot of good stuff. Seriously, somebody be serious and say, can you really hear me? Can I say something? Let's see if I can chat here. Ask my friends. Okay, someone says, uh, HZ8 says, I got headphones on but can only hear you in one ear. Well, that's weird. It's plugged all the way in. Maybe it's your headphones. How about that? Should I be louder? Nothing like. It is probably the headphones. Am I loud enough, HCH? I am kind of, I do have my level a little low. Probably a little bit better. But you don't want to clip. Okay. Dwayne says, hear, hear me fine. So Ring Raymer on YouTube says you can't hear anything. It's not me, or maybe you're just joking. All right, let's go back. Uh, so I said it was, Akron felt as good. Just walking in the same as good as the kick seats. And no, it didn't. But. It was just, like I said, a good heartwarming feeling. It was like, ah, we're finally back to normal. Didn't really have to worry about lo- winning the game or losing the game. It was just kind of like, let's just get it. It was really perfect. I mean, it was like perfect weather, atmosphere, and opponent. I, I wrote this in the preview on warbloggle.com. Go to it. Uh, I wrote that, you know, this was really the perfect um, opponent for Brian uh, Harson because he didn't know what, you know, He's been in Auburn since Christmas, so nine months. He knows the city a little bit. He knows the names of his players. He knows what they do in practice. 
Now you can see kind of what he, they can do in the game. And, yes, they're playing against almost air. But he sees that what Bo Nix can do now. He sees what T.J. Finley can do now. Um, so he sees what the defense can do. He sees who, you know, that Javarius Johnson is going to be a threat to the receiver. And Kobe Hudson is going to be a threat. And, and uh, who was the other guy? Jarquez Hunter, the running back, he, that he's going to be able to step in and help. Now, again, they weren't playing anybody great. They didn't have to block much and and all of that. But it was just everything was good except missing the extra point at the beginning of the game. And once T.J. Finley came in, I saw a, a post about this. I'm not bashing T.J. Finley. I'm not sitting here going, oh, obviously Bo should be playing. I think Bo is is the better suited player for right now. I mean, he's been playing since he's a freshman. He's won some good big games. He's played like a young guy in some games and played with an offensive line that didn't block. Now he seems to have that, and we're seeing the five-star that we thought he was going to be. Does that mean T.J. Finley's not good? No. Um, now, we can go back to last year against LSU when he played for LSU, and he looked bad then too. So I'm not saying he's not good, but – Let's not. You know, I saw a, an article saying, kind of defending him, like he had the second string line in there and he had second string receivers, but it was kind of more than that to me. His passes were a little off. Whatever. His first, you know, whatever. It's still Akron. I don't care who's out there. It still should have been a little bit crisper than it was. Now, here's a, a slight rant that that you know people hate me for the, the kind of things I'm about to say. When T.J. Finley came in, now look, everybody's favorite player on the team is the backup quarterback. They always have the answer. T.J. Finley has some of the intangibles that make him even more lovable to certain fans in the, in fan bases that, that just love that backup quarterback because he's not playing, so he ain't messing up. So they just absolutely love him because he hadn't thrown a, he can't throw an interception from the sideline. Okay. So, Bo Nix had just come off the field going 20 for 22, 375 yards, and two or three touchdowns. Like, the best he's ever looked in his entire life at Auburn. I mean, if you just want to look at stats and his his QBR score, which I don't know if it where it ranked, some of the, you know, some of the bigger games that he won, Alabama, Oregon, I don't think he had great stats, but those are bigger, bigger things that he won, bigger situations. But if you want to look at stats and just how he looked, he looked almost perfect. And then when T.J. Finley comes in in the second half, you hear this smattering, not of boos, but this smattering of of those people that just had to pull, have to pull for that backup quarterback. And I know everybody's going to say, what's wrong with supporting him? Well, I mean, what's what really makes him any different than anybody, than any other player that was coming in right there? I mean, it's... Again, I know this is very petty, and it seems like I'm just trying to find something to hate, but I have seen it and heard it at Auburn my entire life. Way early in my 150 streak, the days of Brandon Cox and Jason Campbell and um, Jason Campbell and uh, Klein. Not Klein. Is it Klein? Jeff Klein? No, who was the guy that came in? Florida game? I don't know. Anyway, just – all those people that would like literally boo a quarterback and cheer for the other guy as soon as he came in and then he throws an interception and you're, you're all of a sudden quiet. 
it just gave me that feeling of, well, finally Bo's out. Now we're going to really get to see this guy. Like, again, I know it sounds petty. I know it sounds stupid. I know it sounds like, dude, just, just let people support it. But to me, that's not what it felt like at all. And I wasn't like going into that. I wasn't like watching TJ go out and go, well, here come the idiots. It was just, it's just that like, oh, finally we're getting to see what we want to see. Finally that coach is, is, is you know, releasing him off the sideline and letting him show us what he's got. Now that first drive, I think it was, he handed off to Jarquez Hunter and he ran 37 yards. He had another long run and then TJ dove into the, to the, to the end zone and everybody cheered and that was great but it, it to some people it's still that feeling of like well that's the guy I really want let me cheer for him only now I'm gonna cheer I mean now I'm gonna cheer and, and really be happy because my guy who I think is in there because I saw both throw an interception against Florida two years ago or Bo threw three picked tipped interceptions at South Carolina last year and had receivers that didn't go after the ball and didn't want to play I remember that so I want TJ Finley in there who cares that he just went 20 for 22 again I'm not saying anybody's out there really arguing that but that just little smattering I, I can still hear it in my brain I remember seeing him and looking at him run jog in and again nothing against him I hope he is I hope he wins the Heisman right after Bo wins the Heisman but it was just I'm always on the hunt and look out for stupidity and people like that, and that's exactly what that was. It, whether you think it, think that or not, some of those people were like, "Well, finally, we're getting to see our guy," and that that's not what we need. Bo had just played the best he'd ever played. Deal with it. Deal with it. I mean, if TJ comes in, I mean, you can't argue that Bo looked better than TJ, regardless of who was around him. Passes were crisper. Passes were. Pass, I mean, if it's, if there's a, a second-string wide receiver and he's standing there waiting on the ball and the ball goes over his head or at his feet or to his left, whose fault is that? Again, I'm not saying anything negative or bashing TJ, but just just be a fan and enjoy life. I don't know if you've been on warbloggle.com recently. It's got a new design. Enjoy, Be a fan, enjoy life. That's my new motto. Just quit trying to think that your words matter to the coaching staff. Quit trying to think that your complaints online are going to change anything. Quit trying to think you have a say in who the coach is going to be or what he should do or who should play. Just in, just be a fan and enjoy life. Go to the game. Some things are going to happen that are good. Some things are going to happen that are bad. Hopefully more good. Be a fan. Enjoy life. All right. That was my rant on TJ Finley and his the smattering of cheers. Pull him for him. Love him. Don't even know him. Love him. But just stop being stupid. Uh, speaking of stupid, Alabama won. They beat uh, Miami, who was ranked number 14 for some ungodly reason. The reason being it looks good when there's top 15 matchup for TV. Uh, but... Alabama beats Miami 44-13. I think it was 27-0 at halftime. Saban was mad that they gave up 13. They they only, what, 20, they won 16-13 to 13 in the second half. He was mad about that. Um, but Bryce Young, again, last year, a backup quarterback. Mac Jones has a good season as a, as a nerd. But, you know, standing in the pocket. Let me say that again. Mac Jones stands in the pocket 
for 65 years because his offensive line is elite, throws to a receiver that's 10 yards past everybody, and that's what happened. Um, and, and that's – he's very accurate at throwing the 40-yard pass to a wide-open person. Congrats. But you still got all these people going, but wait about – but wait for that backup quarterback. Wait till you see him next year. So he's already got this fake hype coming in, and – he comes into game one and he's playing Miami and everybody wants that. Alabama wants Miami to look good because that gives them more reason to 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 you know brag and, and act like they struggled but they overcame adversity and they really did beat a good team and all this stuff. That Miami's terrible. Miami is is good by ACC standards, maybe. They're probably top five in the ACC, top four or three, maybe this year top two. And that's not saying anything about Miami, but against SEC, against one of the top teams of the nation, they're they're not good. So again, you have got a quarterback that's got ten years to sit in the pocket and can throw to somebody ten years past, you know, ten yards past everybody, and that's fine, great. He he's probably he's probably better than Mac Jones because he can run. He's got he can throw to wide open receivers. And and all of that, you think I'm? If you think I'm making this up and just downplaying it, look at Tua. Obviously, going to the NFL is going to be a tougher thing. But look at Tua. He he's he's nothing like what. Which I don't think he was that great at Alabama. He was he you know a lot of Alabama fans will say that his last bit of his last senior. I mean, I know he got hurt, but I don't think anybody called him elite. He was he people said. He and Jalen Hurts made no progression. They were as good as they were at the beginning as they were at the end. Hmm. No quarterback development. But anyway, my point is, Bryce Young came in. Everybody wanted him to be good. Everybody wanted Miami to be good just for this game. He comes in. He he tears them up, throwing two touchdowns to the tight end. And all of a sudden, it's Bryce Young's Heisman to lose. Might I remind you that no Alabama quarterback has ever won the Heisman. Uh, they didn't have a Heisman to like to Mark Ingram, which was what two thousand nine. Um, so we're not talking about like I know they're Alabama. They're going to have good players. They got five stars everywhere. That doesn't mean their quarterback is automatically amazing. That doesn't mean that the team goes with him. The team does not go with the quarterback for Alabama. It goes with their offensive line. And usually they're running back. They're not RBU, but usually they're running back and their offensive line. The quarterback, yes, the passing game at Alabama has, has like, they used to be like, here's a good running back and maybe a, a good wide receiver or two, but now they're like five good wide receivers and a guy who's, who's a four or five star coming out of high school that can throw deep bombs. That's what Alabama is now. And, and so everybody's like, last year it was like, just wait for this guy. You think Mac Jones is good. Wait for this guy. So we come into this game, and as long as Bryce Young doesn't throw three interceptions, Heisman, I told y'all how good he was. Look, he's doing against the number 14 team of the nation. Look, he may end up being the best quarterback of, of all time, and if he is, he is. But I, I don't understand. It, this is kind of twofold. It's like, why do we automatically immediately have to start talking about the Heisman after one game? Or even before a game. I say to this 
I say all that, but side note, DraftKings has Bo Nix in the Heisman talk. His draft went, his stock went up. Just, just side note. I don't give it a lot. I might post it, post it later, just because DraftKings said it. I'm not posting that I think he's going to the Heisman or he's got Heisman stock. I'm just saying, hey, DraftKings is talking about Bo Nix. But it's too, like I said, it's twofold. Can we just wait and see what he does against a better team? And can we just wait what what anybody does? Why do we have to? I mean. It's all about clicks and people just need something to say and people want to rile people up like I'm doing right now and just like getting mad at something and talking about it and so now you're going to go read what I'm talking about. I get it. Who cares? But I, I'm not worried about not giving somebody clicks. I'm worried about people just being less dumb and less like can you not wait on anything? Speaking of, People tell me all the time, you know, I'm a, I'm a rankings hater usually. Um, people always tell me, you know, Auburn's ranked 25th this week. I think they should have been preseason ranked. But why were they not? Because Auburn has a new coach. And you don't know, so you got to assume the worst. Now, Alabama, on the other hand, they're, they're returning a – they were replacing their quarterback, their starting running back, their starting uh, – Heisman wide receiver and tons of everybody else. And I know they have five stars replacing, but you assume the best in that case. But if Auburn's got a new coach or maybe even a new quarterback, oh, yeah, probably three-win season. I, I can't give them any credit until until I've seen them beat LSU, Texas A&M, and, and whoever on the road. I, I'm not going to give them any credit until I see that. So, whatever. That's one part of it. But now we're ranked 25th. Auburn's ranked 25th, and – it's like, and I, really, they only got ranked by, I think I counted, it was something like 12 voters out of 50, but I guess it was enough. Like, we're at the point of this season where there's so many teams that are ranked, like, between 20 and 25, that they have, like, one or two points of, of the poll rank in the polls, so they just don't have much to, you know, it kind of just all, the vote is split, basically. So... Everybody always says, just wait, just wait. We're in wait-and-see mode. Let's see how they do against Penn State. Why? Why do we have to wait and see what they do to do against Penn State? I, here's what I waited and saw. I saw Iowa State beat Northern Iowa by, I think, six last week. Guess where they're ranked? They dropped from six to nine. Uh, Oklahoma, they were ranked number two in the nation, the second-best team in the nation. Second best, only to Alabama. They beat Tulane by five points. Tulane. Y'all y'all know who that is? They're in New Orleans. They had to go play in Oklahoma. Even So here's a, neither, another knock to Oklahoma. You got the game at home. One by five. They dropped from two to four. Okay? So we waited and we saw what Oklahoma could do and what Iowa State could do. And that's two teams that are still ranked in the top ten. One's still in the top five. But Auburn, they played Akron and destroyed them and did exactly what they were supposed to do. Exactly what they're supposed to do. I'd put Akron. Northern Iowa's better than Akron. Yes, they are. Tulane's probably better than Akron. But I don't say I don't think that those are like definite wins. I would say Northern Iowa and Akron probably half and half. Same for Tulane, maybe. 
But we waited and saw what those teams did, and they dropped two, three spots, but they're still the top ten. Auburn, I think, was like 28th, if you really want to count the rankings out, 28th, 30th, somewhere in there before the season. And they, they jumped up to a whopping five, three to five spots to number 25. But we got to wait and see because it was only Akron. And guess what we're going to hear this week? Here comes Alabama State. What do we got to do? Yeah, they won 63 to nothing. But we're just going to wait and see. They got to go to Penn State. New coach's first trip 3,000 miles away in a huge whiteout crazy stadium. We got to wait and see how Auburn handles that because then we'll, then we'll really think about what Auburn can do. But, but you know, Oklahoma, you know, they they beat Tulane by five at home. Yeah, I know. But, uh, yeah, they're still the fourth best team in the nation. Yeah, I, I'm just – I'm so sure of, of my last ranking. Yeah, I got it wrong a little bit. Two, two maybe it was a little too high for Oklahoma. You got me on that one. We're going to put them at four. Top five. But let's wait and see what Auburn has. You know, Auburn played in the Citrus Bowl last year. Citrus Bowl, that's like top three, four SEC bowl without a coach. They lost. Yes, they lost the game. They didn't have a coach. A lot of people opted out. Tank didn't play, did he? Tank didn't play. Uh, there was a few other ones on, on defense that didn't play. Didn't have a coach. Auburn had a winning record last year, people. They lost at Alabama, at Georgia. Uh, killed LSU at home. Um, who was the other losses? Why can't I think of this? I don't know. They lost four games. Five games if you count the ball. Still a winning record. Still top 10 talent. Everybody outside of Auburn and Alabama are going, why did you fire Gus, you idiots? Because, I mean, regardless of what you think about Gus, it wasn't a season to fire anybody. Love Brian Harson, He's Auburn's coach, 100% behind him. But it still wasn't a season to fire anybody. It was not an awful season. It was a weird season. 10 SEC games. It was just weird. And so Auburn was returning a good team. The best running back in the SEC. Shh. Bo Nix is probably the best quarterback in the SEC. Bryce Young, maybe. Don't know. Seen him play one game ever. In terms of quarterback skill with a decent offensive line, Bo Nix might be the best quarterback in the SEC. And I'm not near the only person saying that. And it's not all Auburn homers. Thank you, Dwayne, reminding me. They lost to A&M at home. I was there. Stupid game. They had the ball for like four hours. Then we lost South Carolina, the stupid game I mentioned before. They lost one game they probably shouldn't have lost. The other three were top five games. So, anyway, we returned. We had one stupid game South Carolina and then lost five, top five games. Auburn was returning a good team. So, but because we don't know what Brian Harson is going to do with this team – we got to assume the worst. We have to assume the worst with Auburn all the time. That's what you assume. Look, Go look back at preseason rankings, the dumbest thing in sports. When Auburn is good, they rank them in the top. With Auburn, like say Auburn won the Outback Bowl, like a decent bowl. The next year they're going to be top ten in preseason. That's how it is. Let's say Auburn lost that Outback Bowl. They wouldn't get a vote the next year. People are never just like, 
you know, Auburn's probably top 15 team, which right now I could say they probably might be. I don't know why you would say they want, they aren't. Because if, you're, if your answer is wait and see, we have waited and seen for other teams. What we know on the field right now is Auburn destroyed a team they're supposed to destroy. What we know about a lot of teams that are ranked ahead of them is that they didn't destroy the teams they were supposed to destroy. Florida really didn't look good against FAU. We've got Coastal Carolina ranked ahead of Auburn. They might be the best little old team in America, but put them in an SEC schedule and tell me where they fall. Preseason rankings are stupid. Put that on my tombstone. We shouldn't rank till the sixth week anyway. And I know this is a tale old as time and everybody complains. And again, that's what people want. They want people to complain and get on podcasts and yell about it. So you'll go, hey, Google AP rankings. I want to see who's so-and-so so I can get that click. Sure, whatever. It's not going to change. I don't know. It might. Playoffs are... Whether the AP ranks it or coaches rank it or whatever, I mean, the playoffs do it right. They don't rank anything until like the 10th week or 8th week or whatever it is. But you're always going to have people ranking stuff. We're already talking about Heisman rankings. We're already doing power rankings in June. It's always going to happen. But AP poll, coaches poll, they have, they have clout. Whether you want to agree with it or not, the fact that Miami was ranked 14th at the beginning of the year, yes, they got beat by Alabama bad, but that's going to be in people's heads the rest of the year that Miami was a top 15 team. Now, if they lose eight games, it's actually going to hurt them more. Now people are going to go, wait, I thought they were supposed to be good. They lost eight games. They must be really terrible because they were supposed to be good. So people always go in opposite extremes. But those numbers matter. They matter. They matter when the game is played. Like there, there's I've seen on ESPN before and, and other places that people are like, so and so has three top ten wins, okay, but all three of those teams are not in the top ten anymore. So are those three top ten wins? No, but those numbers subconsciously and to some people actually do matter. Like they again, they say top ten win when it there's not a top ten win anymore. So, anyway, what was I going to say? We've talked about Bryce Young, who's just being overhyped because he was hyped from the bench last year. Um, again, might be the best quarterback ever, but can we wait till he's, you know, let's wait and see. That's what we say, right? We got, we're going to have to wait and see on Auburn. We'll have to wait and see. Let's just wait and see once they play somebody better than Akron. Well, how about let's wait and see on Bryce Young before they play somebody better than Miami or anybody. Double standard, people. Um, Alabama State. Do I know a single player's name on that team? No, neither do you. Um, this would be a good game in October, I think. Like, when you've gone through this gauntlet of, of like, four or five tough games and you're like, Alabama State, you're like, oh, yes. It's 11 o'clock game. I hate 11 o'clock games at home because I want to tailgate longer. But sometimes you just want one of those days, those Saturdays where you're just like, let me just wake up, roll over, 
put on my game day clothes, watch the game either on TV or, or you know, at the game, obviously, and and just not worry. And so it is kind of a pain that we've we had that last week with Akron, and now we've got it again, again got it again with Alabama State. I'd love to be playing like I don't know um, South Carolina or Kentucky or somebody like that right now, where it's like it's an SEC game, but again, not. You know, we're waiting and seeing, right? We're waiting and seeing what out what we're what Auburn has, um, but just you know, a little bit tougher, and that'll give you a little clout. You beat South Carolina, who cares? But you're still one and zero in the SEC, so it is. It does kind of stink. Yeah, eleven a.m. kickoff against a team that's going to be worse than Akron. Akron will beat Alabama State. Would, um, probably. I don't. I've never seen Alabama State this year. Um, According to Auburn Einstein, they won in overtime in the first game. If you go watch the first look or go read the first look on warbloggle.com. Um, let me take a break real quick in terms of speaking about this stuff. And this is fully on an ad, but it's definitely something I use. Um, there's a new app called Prize Picks. It's like Daily Fantasy, you know, normally like your DraftKings and FanDuel and whatever. Um, maybe I shouldn't mention their names, but. You know, you go on there and you pick a team and you go against a guy that, that sits at home and plays all day and he destroys you and he takes your 10 bucks. okay? I've done it a few times, never won more than a dollar or two at a time. And, you know, those are fine. There's there's people that love those things. It's just not for me. It, I, I can't keep up with that kind of stuff and I'm not going to put a lot of money into them. Uh, but prize picks is really an awesome idea. I It's no joke. I... I I, I use it. I've played it. Basically, what you do, as far as I know, I've seen Major League Baseball, college football, NFL, cricket, golf, whatever. Um, what you do is they have a list of, of kind of like skill – let's say college football. They've got everybody's quarterback, everybody's running back, maybe wide receivers. I haven't really looked at that. Uh, but you can basically – there's two two parts of it. You pick two players. That's your minimum. You can pick up to five, I believe. And every, the more the more you pick, the more you can win. But let's say you pick two players, and you can either go on his fantasy score and basically say, I bet $10 that he's going to, you know, you're doing the over-under, basically. They say he's going to have 40 fantasy points. And you say, oh, that's way too high. Uh, he's going to have under 40. And if And if you hit on that, you win, you win. It's really just a big over-under game. It, but also, instead of fantasy, you also have individual stats. So, like running back, they'll put a line on, they'll put an over-under on how many touchdowns they'll have. So, last week, for example, my two picks were, my two players were Tank Bigsby and Bryce Young. Tank Bigsby, their line, their over-under for touchdowns was one. So I'm thinking it's Akron. He's easily going to get at least two touchdowns rushing. Of course, he did in the first half. Like the third play of the game and then later in the game. So I hit on that. Bryce Young, he had to have, and he's obviously quarterback, but he his over-under was half a touchdown or .5. So basically, you're betting he's going to have zero or one or more. And I said, I thought Miami, he might get down the red zone. He's more of a runner. He may run a, around the end and score. 
Obviously, he didn't. He only threw the threw for touchdowns. Now, so I hit on Tank and didn't didn't hit on Bryce. But there's two settings. You can say if you win one of them, you win like half of what you bet, or or maybe one times what you bet. But if you win on both of them, you get two or three times what you bet. It's something along those lines. So, but so I had picked that as long as I won one of those, I won something. So I won ten bucks because because uh, Tank Bigsby scored two touchdowns again against Akron, and all of the lines over unders that I've seen are very simple. I mean, maybe they're not, maybe in some games it'll be a little bit little bit tougher, but you know, for example, the next night, Florida State Notre Dame, it was like Florida State's running starting running back had to score one touchdown. I'm like, hit the starting running back, it was a half, over under half, so it was either zero or one or more. And I said, of course Florida State's running back is going to score a touchdown. And the other guy I picked was Notre Dame's quarterback, and he had to throw – theirs was one, over under one. So I said he'll throw over. So he threw two in, two touchdown passes. Now that one was a little tougher. Two touchdown passes, I get it. But I won both. So over the weekend, I won 50 bucks. Because I said Tank would score two touchdowns. Florida State's starting running back scored one, and Notre Dame's starting quarterback threw two. I mean, that's pretty dang simple to me. Uh, you know, you here's the thing though. Right now, if you go to that if you go to prizepicks.com and sign up, use code Warbloggle, W A R B L O G L E, or go to my Twitter feed. I have a post on there about it. Uh, use the use promo code Warbloggle for up to a hundred dollars. They will match your first deposit a hundred percent. So if you put in a hundred dollars, you actually have two hundred dollars. If you put in fifty, you have fifty. If you put in five, you have ten. So I'm already I put in a hundred. Right now I've got that. So I basically I had two hundred. I won fifty bucks. I've got two hundred fifty dollars. I put in a hundred. I've got $250 to play with. So it's very, very, very simple. It, it's not real betting. It's all over-under. Again, you can pick fantasy score over-under or individual stats. Number of rush yards, number of passing yards, how many touchdowns you're going to score. I mean, think about it, guys. It said, it was basically saying, do you think Tank Bigsby is going to score more than one touchdown against Akron? Well, of course. Easy win. Do you think Florida State's starting running back is going to score a touchdown? I mean, how often is that? 90%, 80%? So, easy money. Prizepicks.com, just how it says. P-R-I-Z-E-P-I-C-K-S.com. They do have an app. That's what I use. Put in promo code Warbloggle, and they will match your... First deposit up to 100%, or excuse me, 100% up to $100. So, anyway, back to Alabama State. Um, you know, they're in this for a, a check. And given, I mean, obviously the schedule was out before Gus was fired, I believe. I think it was. Yeah, it was. Um, it would have been kind of a, a weird beginning with Gus here for that. I mean, it seems like, you know, we played Washington. We played Oregon. Start seasons at, or Clemson, and now it's just like two absolute cupcakes. It's just kind of weird. I, I mean, it works that way sometimes. And again, it'd have been a free two and zero. Oh. Good, fine. 
Uh, but again, nobody's going to give you credit for it. We're going to wait and see what Auburn has. Got to wait and see. Um, but, excuse me, uh, Alabama State's coming for a check. Their players are all going to be smaller than ours. Um, and, and it's no disrespect. It's just that's their school. That's that's the, the type of players they have. They're going to come up here and play hard. Auburn's going to play them hard and play with respect. Um you know, Auburn played very disciplined last week. Not many, uh, no turnovers, knock on wood. Uh, not many uh, penalties. I mean, I think they had a false start one time or something. Maybe that was about it, I think, holding maybe once. Um, but, you know, Alabama State's going to come here play hard. They're going to they're gonna try to prove they belong, and, and that's what you want to see. That's what you want to play against. I expect them to score points. I expect Auburn to – Possibly have a turnover. I mean, it's 11 a.m. It's not going to be as fun. It's going to be a little bit brighter. The crowd's not going to be loud. The first game back is is worn off a little bit, and maybe they're looking forward to Penn State. So, I don't – I mean, uh, Auburn has – I mean, ESPN has this as 99.9% Auburn win because they won't do 100. Uh, so, you know, there it's barring the most unforeseen disaster of all time – it's going to be probably easier than last week. Um, and you go and you watch the game and you go, all right, that was fun. It was a good, good to see so-and-so get some playing time. Good to see Bo throw for six touchdowns and, and become number one in the Heisman rankings. Cause that's all we care about right now is who's going to be in the playoffs and who's get who's in the Heisman. Um, so, you know, it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be, it's one of those days where you don't get to tailgate much. We may get there an hour before, hour and a half before, sit down for a second, go in the game, and maybe come back after and and chill. But, you know, it's going to be one of those days where it's like, I I could sit out there all day. I could sit in, under the tent and watch people and just chill and watch TVs and, and whatever. But I kind of have a feeling it's going to be one of those days. The uh, stadium will be half full, barely. It's early in the season. People haven't gotten into football yet. Um, so I don't understand. Like, Gus's first game and Brian Harson's first game, the east in, the east uh, upper deck was, like, half full. Both – I remember I, – I distinctly remember Gus, first year, 2013, playing Washington State. First new coach, decent – decent uh, opponent in Washington State – Night game, and I remember looking up, and the corners of, of the ends of the upper decks were empty, and it was just like, are we serious here? Like, are you, you, been, you haven't had a, a football game in nine months, and you don't care to come? I don't get it. And then last week, same thing. It's just like, people, it takes a while. I mean, it's hot. I get it. it people, we've gotten to the point where people, the games are high def and perfect on TV, and you don't have to sit through commercials there. You can go to the bathroom or eat something during the commercials at home. I get it. Still going to go. Uh, but, you know, it's it's just going to be probably half-empty stadium, and then everybody's going to go home. College suits are going to go back to where they where they can do their thing, and everybody that, that drove in is just going to go home and be like, well, I can I don't have to spend my whole Saturday after here, out here and, and be tired tomorrow. I can go home and watch some games on TV, which there are some – okay games let me pull them up real quick this will be kind of the last thing i talk about but in terms of the sec south carolina at east carolina why are we playing at east carolina 
South Carolina. South Carolina destroyed Eastern Illinois last week, 44 or 46 to nothing. Uh, I got a feeling Eastern Carolina is going to beat them, though. They're usually kind of solid. South Carolina is not as good as what their score last was. Pittsburgh at Tennessee, that's a weird one. That's I think that's during Auburn's game. But um, both kind of just can be good teams but can be bad teams. And I kind of look at Knoxville, Tennessee as like the Pittsburgh or the South. I feel like people say that. Every time you go, I just picture like factories and rock and smoke and fog and coal dust. I just – anyway, go to warbloggle.com. You'll see all my predictions for these uh, games. Florida at South Florida. South Florida is awful. They got beat 44 to nothing to NC State last week. Why is Florida going to South Florida? Quit being nice to these teams. UAB at Georgia. Maybe Georgia will score a touchdown this week. Their only touchdown last week was defensive. Texas A&M at Colorado, old Big 12 matchup. Uh, I have no idea how good Colorado is. They're probably not great. Texas A&M is not as good as everybody wants them to be. I don't know why last year we just decided they were a top five team no matter what. I'm not giving them credit for what they did last year. Uh, they'll be a, Who's their quarterback? Yeah. Mercer at Alabama. I was told back when Auburn played Mercer in 2016, and they won 24 to six, and people acted like the world was going to end. That no self-respecting team would play Mercer. How dare us? Hmm. I remember back then knowing this game was going to happen and calling it out because Alabama fans are dumb. Texas at Arkansas. I thought they were not in the SEC yet. That'll be a fun one at Arkansas. It'll be a big deal for Arkansas. Texas coming in. Texas still going to win, I believe. NC State at Mississippi State. That's a weird one. Well, I mean, that's that's a weird ACC team coming to lower Mississippi State team. Mississippi State barely beat Louisiana Tech last week. Had to score a ton in the fourth, and Louisiana Tech had to miss a field goal. NC State won 44 to nothing last week. Who did I say? Against um, South Florida. So, I think NC State's going to win that one. Missouri at Kentucky. we got some SEC. Um Kentucky people want to think they're good because for some reason they like Mark Stoops. I don't know why. Uh, Missouri, like, they beat Central Michigan last week, but it wasn't a blowout. So, I don't know. I think I've got Kentucky winning that one. Austin P at Ole Miss. Ole Miss, P. Dog leg lift. McNeese at LSU. Apparently, McNeese is McNeese now, not McNeese State. Um, so... Ed O needs to do something in this one. He needs to win this one like 56 to nothing. If he even remotely struggles in this one, people are really going to start saying stuff. I mean, they were already saying stuff last week. I mean, losing at UCLA was very embarrassing, even though I don't think UCLA's bad. But you go out there and you you lose to the Pac-12, kind of not great team, always kind of been in the middle not to, for the most part recently. And just look, didn't look like they could tackle and didn't look like they knew how to play football. Their quarterback broke their arm and the other one went to Auburn. It's not kind of looking good right there. Vanderbilt at Colorado State. I don't talk about Vanderbilt anymore. You're out of here. Uh, then we got just two other games nationally. Oregon and Ohio State. Big names, but Oregon barely beat Fresno. Ohio State will kill them. Iowa at Iowa State. Iowa killed Indiana. Iowa State barely beat Northern Iowa. And they're both ranked in the top ten. Iowa and Iowa State are eight and nine. Put those teams in the SEC schedule and tell me where they are. Anyway, Iowa's going to beat them. It'll be kind of close because it's a rival and it's at Iowa State. So, 
to recap the whole podcast, cheer for all Auburn players. Don't just smattering cheer for the backup quarterback because you didn't like Bo Nix last year because somebody told you you weren't supposed to. Um, Bryce Young may be the best quarterback of all time, but can we just wait and see? Because guess what we're doing? Segway, we have to wait and see what Auburn is. Because I'm just going to – it's just – I just want to punch somebody. We got to wait and see how good Auburn is, so we're just going to put them at unranked or 25th. But we're going to wait and see if Oklahoma would could beat somebody by more than five points. Somebody better than Tulane. Uh, but anyway, we've got Alabama State coming up. It'll be a fun time. Just Let's just watch the game, have fun, and then watch other people struggle and lose. That's the way to do it. Um, but go to warbloggle.com. All new look, layout, works on your phone well. Get the app on iOS. Android's coming soon. Um, a lot of new content. If you're an aspiring blogger or podcaster or designer or want to be a video guy or something like that, I'm looking for people to add more content. We've got gambling posts now. We've got random opinion articles out there. It's not just me kind of barely scraping by because I'm a dad of two that, that coaches too much baseball while trying to follow Auburn and and keep a website up and a real job. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're aspiring and want to do those things, is there money involved? Maybe don't know. Depends on how good you are. Depends on how big this thing gets. I'm not out here just trying to get free work from people. Um, we will, we'll talk about it. So if you are aspiring, any of those things, writer, vlogger, video guy, designer, whatever, you're any want to do any of these things go to twitter facebook it's all in the video right there in the bottom left twitter instagram facebook youtube twitch all of those things are just slash warbloggle w-a-r-b-l-o-g-l-e that's war eagle but warbloggle one g all right good little hour of talking there didn't really get a lot in the chat it's late and i didn't really stop to let you talk so nobody said much other than, hey, Jim, let's go. And Dwayne, thanks for stopping by. HZH, Ring Ramer. Ring Rammer, I think is what it says. I just didn't want to say it. Uh, but, yeah, let's go. Two more days to kick off. You'll By the time you hear this, it'll be one day to kick off, most likely. That's it. Bloggle spot number 22. Let me, let me, let me try that again. Bloggle spot number two hundred. Are you kidding me? Hey Google, stop. Hey Google, stop. No. Are you kidding me? No problem. I didn't disable it. I tried to find the way, information. To stop a contact what is happening? Hey Google, stop. Hey Alexa, stop. Are you kidding me? Did I just get hacked? My Alexa just started talking. I thought it was a Google Home. Yes, I have both on my desk. And it said something about contacts or disabling. I don't know what I just said right here to make it fire that off. And then I said, hey, Google, to make it stop. Hey, Google, stop. You can stop. And that flat. Okay, anyway. I'm trying to close this thing out. Be quiet. All right. And I'm going to wait. Um, eight sec- 50 seconds because we're going to get right to an hour. So I'm glad that happened. Again, let me post this. Let me let me push this. Warbloggle.com. New look, new design. 
Go check it out. Lots of new content. Tell me what you don't like. Uh, tell me what you do like. Com- post comments in the post. I have a Discord server for anybody who knows how to do that or what to do with that. I tweeted about it the other day. As always, find me on Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Discord. I'm on TikTok. I don't really do anything. I posted a video the other day of the new site, but I'm on TikTok. I'm on Snapchat. I don't really post anything, but if you want to add me there, I'm there as well. So we got five seconds left. Bloggle spot, 228 